0: Welcome to the land cave where we're living as nerds. I'm Patrick. I'm actually solo today. I hope you still s- stick around and enjoy the show. Uh, it's it's E3 Eve Eve. We're just a couple days away from from E3. Uh, it's gonna be a little bit of a shorter show today. Don't have the usual banter between myself and Owen, but I hope you stick around uh, and and talk gaming with me. Uh, like I said, we're coming up on E3. Uh, so right now is kind of the dry uh, spell before everything just just unleashes. This is the calm before the storm. We talked about it last week. Last you know there's not a lot of news, but it's starting to trickle. It's, news is starting to happen. And in, in fact, today we had the first bit I would consider the first bit of E3 news, kind of E3 not really a leak. It it leaked before it was one of the rumors and it's true battlefield 2042 is a thing um yeah and uh it i mean it looks pretty um sorry i'm flipping over here real quick there we go you should see me. There we go. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it, it looks good. I like the idea of putting this just a little bit in the future. We, we did this with the Call of Duty franchise already. I get it. Uh, but I like it because 2042 means you can you can embellish just a little bit in regards to, uh, to what we're equipped with and all that. Um, the big news on this, though, is there's no campaign, no Battle Royale. We're talking just multiplayer. But you know what? They... Battlefield is good at it. I I personally, if you're if they're putting money uh into it, then then I'm I'm here to see what they can do with it, to see what they will do with it. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna say say some good things, then I'm gonna go on a slight rant because 'cause I'm tired of the complacency. Um 128 ba- uh player battles. That's really cool. uh I'm trying to remember the, there was a game that did that like Oh, five or six years ago, I can't remember what it was, um, but it didn't have a, a, a large IP behind it, and it wasn't as good. Hence, I can't even remember it. Um, but it's cool they're doing that. It's cool that they're doubling down on uh, the multiplayer aspect. So, like, hey, we do this well. So, okay, cool. I- I'm glad you do it well. Look, the visuals in this it's so cool, but there's no campaign. So, what's the point of the? I mean. I don't know. I guess they could have some Fortnite-like events that are happening where you have to like stop the rocket or whatever. Whatever's going on. Like maybe they could they could blend in some story. I'm one who needs a story. I need a narrative. I need to I need to know why I'm doing something. And uh, it looks good, but I don't. But without a campaign, I don't know how to feel about this. Uh, now I'm gonna go into my uh, to a little bit of a rant because it's what you come here for. Years and years and years ago, and by years and years ago, I mean like five years ago, multiple developers came out saying, That's just probably like seven or eight years ago at this point. Multiple developers came out and said, um, specifically talking about Call of Duty and others, talking about it's really expensive to make the campaign, it's really it costs a lot of money to make a campaign the multiplayer part doesn't doesn't cost as much but the campaign is really costly and i think it was uh i can't remember which one of the call of duties it was that they like scaled down the uh the campaign considerably and then the next time they didn't have one at all and they said that's the reason is because it's really expensive it's really expensive to make uh, a campaign uh and to to to, to build something like that and the narratives and the, the, the motion capture and, and the, the um, CG and everything but they're not charging you less for the game. So they said it's expensive, it's really costly because I think they were saying that it was like two-thirds or more of the game uh, uh, of game development is into the is into the campaign. Um, the rest is in, is in the assets. The rest is in, uh, the multiplayer maps. So they literally said, cool, uh, we're going to take a third of what we used to, you know what, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say they said, we're going to increase the budget of what we would have given them for the assets and for the multiplayer maps. Let's say they increase it. So instead of, uh, one third of what it used to cost, we'll say, okay, well, Easy numbers, right? Easy numbers. Say ten million dollars for development. Again, easy numbers. Uh, and they were like, "Well, it used to cost you three million dollars for um, for the multiplayer for the for sorry for the assets. That means the textures, means the character models. That used to cost you three million dollars. Uh, now, the other seven million dollars looks like they said, okay, well, next time." We're going to give you 5 instead of 10. Do the math. 5 goes to the team that does, the, and we don't worry about the campaign. We just do the assets. We just do the do that. So they've halved their development costs. I'm not saying they have. I'm just saying theoretically, they could say half my development cost, make the game, charge you full price for it. I'm not saying these games are worth $30 or $35 now what I'm saying is, they cut the cost, and you pay the same amount. They cut the cost, and their their, their, budgets, their budgets did reduce. If you look at their budgets, they reduced their budgets, and they charge you the same amount, and then they say, it costs a lot to make these games, because they're next-gen. This game's not fully next-gen either. I'm just double-checking that, because I'm almost certain PS4 do... Yep, so 128 players, PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. PlayStation 4 and Xbox One versions of the same will support 64. So they're, it's not a next-gen game. It's a current-gen game that they're going to charge you the same amount. And again, this is something I've been ranting about for years. And Owen's not here, so I can continue to rant. They literally said, Hey, it costs a lot to make the campaign. Let's just reduce the campaign that means they're reducing the costs. Hey, let's just take out the campaign. Is this going to be a $40 game? No. So, enough that was that's that's it for my rant. I've ranted about this quite a bit. Um, that being said, you can look at the games in different ways, right? If you if you value time. If you look at a game and you say I spent $70 and I played 100 hours and that makes sense. Cool. If it's quality if I spend 70 dollars and I like I just spent for Resident Evil so 70 60 or whatever uh, Resident Evil 8 paid full price played Resident Evil 8 Village um, enjoyed it I'm gonna platinum it but I beat the game in uh, less I think nine and a half hours ten hours maybe I'm maybe I'm off. let's just say 10 hours again easy math ten hours seventy dollars seven dollars an hour. That's around what you pay for a uh, for a movie ticket, right? Um, depending on which theater you're going to, um, is it quality? Can I go replay it? I haven't even touched the multiplayer mode on there yet. There's a multi- uh, Resident, Resident Evil, whatever. There's a, there's a multiplayer thing that they came that came with the game. Um, I haven't touched that yet. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go play that. I'll go I'll platinum the game, so I'm gonna put more hours into it just because I want the I want the platinum trophy. Um, but if I had walked away from the game at ten hours uh, for seventy dollars with that experience, it was a good experience, and I'd be—I'd say I'm happy with that. Um, Final Fantasy uh, VII remake, Fif- seventeen hours, nineteen hours. Again, easy math. We'll call it. We'll, let's just say it was it was seventeen. That's not easy math. Fifteen, easy math. Uh, Sixty dollars, fifteen. Uh, so, yeah, is it is it worth that? um what is that four four dollars an hour is that worth it i think so i had fun with it it doesn't need to be a dollar an hour to me you value your time did you get an enjoyable experience out of it um there are games i spent 60 70 bucks on uh that i played for less than two hours because i didn't like them and hopefully yeah hopefully you uh I going mean, you get some enjoyment out of it. David in the comments, clever way to increase profits. Totally is a clever way to do it. Thanks, David. Um, yeah, it just cracks me up that they literally tell us, hey, we're gonna do this, or they don't say we're gonna do this, they'll say, hey, this is this is always expensive for us, and then you cut it out or you reduce it. That being said, the game I mean, what we saw is in is is not it's it's game engine footage, which is nice, but I still don't know what the gameplay modes are going to look like. I don't know if it's going to be for me. I'm not a big multiplayer f- fan when it comes to competitive. I like cooperative multiplayer because I'm not that great. And if I play cooperative, then, you know, I don't feel like I'm holding my team down completely because if it's, you know, if they better, players are better on their side. I feel like I need to, I need to keep up. I need to at least be a, you know, I, I can't be a, a schmuck on the on the basketball court who uh, who gets the ball stolen from them and uh, can't dribble. Like I can't do that if I'm going to play online. But if I play cooperative, like Borderlands and games like that, if I'm against the AI. My teammates can help me out. I don't feel too bad. It's good stuff. Uh, same with uh, with uh, MMOs. As long as I'm not playing multiplayer, um, I also thought it was cool. You know, 2042 when you had Battlefield 1942. Uh, about was it ten years ago? I think it was ten years, twelve years ago. However long ago it was, I like that aspect of it because 1942 Battlefield 1942 is a um, one of their you know more well-known Battlefield games or one of the ones that the people tended to enjoy. So I like that aspect of it. Um, going from there again, sticking with uh, with the, the newest stuff that comes that is coming out. Uh, Ratchet and Clank comes out on uh, on Friday. Uh, the um, reviews are in. The reviews are in, and looks great. Everybody's raving about it. And apologies if you if you don't want to see something. I don't think this is spoilery. Um, I'm going to flip to some gameplay. I'm going to give credit here. Uh, credit where credit is due. This footage is from Digital Foundry, and I only pulled them because they had, they had a, a good, uh, clean uh, version of this, and it does show frame uh, frame rate and everything uh, on it. But um, the, the big takeaway here is the day one patch for, um, uh, for uh, Ratchet & Clank. So Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, the day one patch, so you have um, different... Uh, modes for graphics. You have a fidelity mode, which is, I think, 4K 30. Um, I'm 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 sorry. I'm loving 60 frames per second so much, and you can come. You can go back and look at my videos years ago, where I was like, certain games don't need it. I now feel like every game should have it. I said this. I said this because some games, the cinematic look, it does make sense for the cutscenes. But for gameplay, sixty frames—it's so smooth. I was wrong. I'm a—I I will be a the bigger man here and say I was wrong. So you have the fidelity mode, which is if you just want it to look as pretty as pretty as possible. The 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 best uh, fidelity uh, when it comes to resolution, when it comes to ray tracing, everything you're going to sacrifice frames. Okay, uh, or. So the two modes it comes with before the patch are fidelity and uh, performance. And performance mode um, is 60 frames per second uh, locked, so it won't dip, and you will get you can get a resolution dip. Uh, you know, shouldn't be ter- terrible, but I'm sorry, I've been playing, I've been playing a few games lately. 60 frames per second, 1080, and it's it looks good. It's not as good as 4K. It's not as good as 1440, but 60 frames at 1080 is great. I'm so, if, if, it, if it plays solid but here we have the, the, the best bang for your buck right in the middle we have a performance with ray tracing so it's not full blown ray tracing there is a difference uh, it's giving you the best of both worlds so you get the 60 frames per second you get some ray tracing you get some buttery buttery goodness in the, in the frames you also get uh, some sugary goodness when it comes to that ray tracing um, but still at the 60 frames per second that's how I'm going to play it. Uh, the miles, by the way, Miles Morales uh, had this patch shortly after launch, and it was great. It was wonderful. Uh, I played it when it launched, and then I played it. Um, I played it after after the patch, and yeah, you can tell. You can really tell with the ray tracing. You can see how how much better um, the lighting effects are. Uh, I feel like you actually feel a lot of it, where it's. It's just uh, an enhancement, like a like good like a good sound system. Um, it's it immerses you just a little bit more than uh, if it if it wasn't there. If the game didn't have it, it wouldn't be bad. But once you add that, like look at those textures, ooh, and the lighting. Um, once you add that. It just, it just enhances it a little bit more, and it immerses you a little bit more. Um, some of the lighting effects and water effects, like, for example, in the Horizon Zero Dawn, actually, we'll go right to that, uh, Horizon uh, Forbidden West, in uh, the uh, gameplay demo that they, they played for this a um, uh, week ago, week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Um, let me get that right. So about two weeks ago, they played the this um, you know, first look at the gameplay for Horizon Forbidden West, and the lighting looks great. The, the the shine, the textures look great, um, and the water looks great. The water is subtle, though. We've gotten to the point now where graphical the graphics are good enough that they can they can look good. Like her hair can look good. These all these textures can look look good without having to be in your face about it, and without having them to be jarring because wow, this is really shiny and this is not and it doesn't look like it's in the same world, now these things, like, coexist. They, they work together and it, that... I, I feel like it's, again, it's more immersive. Uh, I'm, I'm saying that as someone who's, who's been a gamer for... Uh, she, she's 37. I'm 37 now. Wow. So, 37 years old. I've been a gamer for 34 years. I've started playing games when I was about three. Um, and... So for 34 years, I've been playing games, and there were a lot of games. Heck, just um, 20, 22, 24 years ago, where your cutscenes looked great, and then the gameplay would be, eh. or your you'd have a really pretty background. Final Fantasy VII. I absolutely love Final Fantasy VII. The background is pretty, and then you have a really blocky character model. And we've gotten to the point now where, both, where everything has gotten better, where it can all exist all at the same time. And it doesn't melt your uh, your GPU. You don't need a three thousand dollar PC anymore to experience this. You can you can make a budget <laughs> before COVID. You could make a budget PC for like $500, 600 bucks. Go look on YouTube. There are people who are like, let's make a gaming rig for five hundred bucks, for six hundred bucks, um, to compete. You know, because again, this was pre-COVID, and they were like uh, before the. Xbox Series X and before the PlayStation launched they were they were saying well okay if it's going to if they're going to be $500 what would that what would that look like like how could I could I make a PC that would perform that way and then covid happened and then the GPU prices skyrocketed and people were mining bitcoin but regardless of that gaming is more economical now than than it's than it's ever been especially if you go why do we talk CD keys? Go get to, go to CD keys, uh, buy your subscriptions there because you get free games with that. Um, uh, with that, sorry, go buy on CD keys, PlayStation Now, uh, sorry, PlayStation Plus and Xbox uh, Ultimate. Um, I bought mine for uh, almost fifty percent off on every time I bought it, and I'm stacked up for a couple years. I just now got PlayStation uh, PlayStation Now uh, through that, which was thirty three dollars I think instead of sixty or whatever. Uh, it was forty four percent off of the um off of a year uh price for it. So I'm like, yeah, I'll try it out. Um anyways. Now gaming is gaming is more economical than it's than it's been, other than the GPU prices. Once <laughs> maybe maybe towards the fall. Maybe toward maybe winter. I don't know. Um uh prices will get better for gpus we'll be able to get those consoles hopefully um uh and more people will be playing these games they're cranking out consoles as fast as they can rumor is that playstation's redesigning their their playstation so he's just redesigning the playstation to get uh ones out better in regards to uh um the the loss of chipsets trying to be able to make them quicker or make one that's just as good maybe more efficient um and still get it into your hands. So they're trying. They want to make more money. Uh, Owen in the comments. Hey, Owen, uh, who's Owen's nor- who's normally my co-host, uh, asking, have I tried PlayStation Now yet? I haven't tried it yet. Uh, I picked it up, but I haven't tried it. I will be trying it. Um, it's been a busy weekend. Sorry, busy week, busy weekend, all of that. I'll be trying it. If I don't try it this weekend, I'll be trying it next week um, as I'll have a little bit more, more time. Um, this week's been busy, weekend's been been busy by the way i didn't mention on the show uh today owen is without power so he said hello from powerless texas um so life happens you know life happens and again life happens apologies you can probably hear the dog barking in the other room um puppy's playing with uh with his sister over there and sometimes he barks because he because the bone is sliding on the floor he has like a big femur like a cow femur um 10 month old boxer and uh and he barks at it because he doesn't want to pick it up. He wants he wants to pick it up, but it moves when he tries to pick it up. So, hope you guys don't get too annoyed with the uh, with the boxer. But anyways, speaking of uh, Horizon Forbidden West, the whole reason that I popped pop this on as part of the segue was that the uh, game director for for uh, Horizon Forbidden West said, Cross-gen development isn't limiting in any way. I'm going to take a drink for dramatic, dramatic pause there. Cross-gen development isn't limiting in any way. Very careful words chosen there, by the way. Isn't limiting. So what he means is the architecture for the PlayStation and for the Xbox... Sorry, he's doing PlayStation, sorry. The architecture for the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, it's easy to make a PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 versions at the same time. Um, and what he... He went into detail after, uh, after saying that... Um, he, he went into detail and they also tweeted out the differences in Horizon uh, in uh, Horizon Forbidden West for the PlayStation 5 version and the PS4 version I'm going to try to find that really quick while I'm while I'm chatting because they've added enhancements that would, would be available for the PlayStation 5 that are not available um, otherwise so I'm going to throw this into right on top of the video because I'm doing this live and boop. So there are differences in regards to... Oh, don't you tell me that. I saved it. So there are differences that... Um, there we go. Thank you. So, by the way, uh, if you uh, have subscribed to us on uh, on Facebook and, uh, and all those places, uh, you'll get news like this. More regularly and live-ish and and very prominent, and you'll get E3 coverage as E3 is about to happen this weekend. So Horizon, Forbidden West, PS4 and PS5 uh, differences here. Um, PS5 version supports 60 frames. We've talked on the show. That's not that's not too difficult to to. I, I did talk to a developer on that uh, recently. It's not as difficult as I originally thought. Um, 60 frames can be done. There's some. Um, they want to make sure that they optimize when they do when they do switch to 60, but it can be done. So 60 frames per second on PlayStation 5, good. PlayStation 5 version f- features the 3D audio and DualSense. Okay, of course. It, well, I should say, I say of course it does. Uh, it should feature the 3D audio, the DualSense feature. So we're going to get haptic feedback and we're going to get adaptive triggers. I like that. PS5 version, uh, sorry, also uses cinematic grade lighting system. PS4 can can only use in cutscenes. So again, uh, it's just, it's there. They can do it on PlayStation 4. They just, um, PlayStation 4 can't handle that and handle gameplay at the same time and handle those frames. PlayStation 5 has a special rendering technique for underwater scenes. Cool. PlayStation 4 should largely be identical beyond performance and graphics. So what I wanted to elaborate on that is he says that it hasn't been limiting. And he means that it hasn't limited what he's doing on the PlayStation Five or what the team is doing on the PlayStation Five, but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that um, they they're not spending that extra time to give you all these, to give you all this, right? And I, I mentioned again, I sound like I sound like I'm really a big pessimist right now. Not every company, not every developer is going to do this. Maybe they'll give you that 60 frames. And they won't do anything else. 60 frames is nice. But they could do the bare minimum and just put the game out on PlayStation 5 and then worry about it later. Put it out on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, Xbox 360, 360, Xbox One, Xbox Series, um, and then go, we'll patch some stuff later. They could do that and be complacent. Um, Thankfully... Uh, the horizon team is not doing that which I'm very happy about because I I can't wait to play this game and the fact that I'm getting 60 frames I, I think okay I'm, I'm, I feel like I should uh, the lighting system cinematic grade lighting system that sounds really cool um, and the watering te- water uh, rendering technique so I'm excited about it just wanted to throw that out there uh, one more bit I wanted to uh, to throw oh uh, yeah just one one more thing as as we uh, one more bit of news before I, I end the show. Uh, Naughty Dog's hiring for a new multiplayer game, uh, presumably uh, factions. Um, Naughty Dog, I like they're, they're kind of be branching out a little bit here. Naughty Dog is one of my uh, one of the development team. Sorry, one of the uh, uh, developers that if they're if they're making a game, uh, it usually ends up being um, being pretty good quality. Uh, obviously last of us and everything say what you want in regards to uh divisiveness uh uh, of that it's an it's an incredible incredible quality of a product um i'm not big on multiplayer as i said earlier but i like to see that they're branching out from doing single player experiences they're still going to make single player experiences though because it's naughty dog and it makes money so what can you do so, like I said, this is going to be a shorter show tonight. But I wanted to do something special. Uh, I want to do something special because it is—it's—it's it's the calm before the storm, as I mentioned. This is—it's um, E3 coming up, and I wanted to do something a little special and get um, get everybody into the mood a little bit. Let me get a little book out to read for you, because I have a little something special for everyone get everybody everybody just kind of get uh, get cozy as I read from my book twas the night before e3 well <laughs> hold on twas the night before e3 well before e3 Eve no publisher stirring no dev to relieve. Peripherals were hung by the TV with care, in hopes that St. Keeley soon would be there. The gamers were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of trailers danced in their heads. Ma in her headset, and I with a snack, had just settled down for one more quick-play match. When out on the lawn there rose such a tweet, I sprang from my bed to see what had leaked." Away to the window, I flew like a witch, tore open the browsers and threw up some twitch. When what to my wondering eyes had arose but a miniature sleigh and eight devs and CEOs? With a little old driver, so, hold on. With a little old driver, so, li- <laughs> so lively and swift, I knew in a moment he must be St. Jeff more rapid ssds those figures they came he giggled and shouted as he called them by name now spencer now howard now struthers yoshida on bowser on pitchford on cerny kojima to the top of the searches may the internets fall now smash away smash away smash away all he spoke not a word went straight to the prizes sequels shadow drops and new hardware surprises. And I heard him exclaim, as he signed off with glee, Merry weekend to all, and to all, E3. Happy E3, everyone. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoyed me being stupid and reading you a little little poem. Uh, and I hope that uh, St. Kylian visits you this weekend for some prizes and some, some surprises. And uh, have a great weekend.